Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Uh, I don't know if anybody can hear me. I I can hear. hear. Yeah, same. You guys, well, you're responding, so that's good. That's a good sign. Yeah. (laughs) All righty. Well, uh, hey, Ben. I love you. I miss you. Uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, there are three people here. Oh, man. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, I I guess we should get this show on the road. I suppose. Uh, Okay. Well, uh, to all our faithful six listeners, uh, welcome back to F for Effort. It is the eighth week that we have, you know, successfully just, you know, six people uh, filled their brains with a a bunch of fun stuff. Um, uh, Today, we have a wonderful guest on, Olivia. She is a... uh, She's a Broadway. Well, she's basically a Broadway actress. It's really cool. Um, she not uh, quite, quite. Well, well, well basically, I mean, there. you're, you're basically there. I mean, like, <laughs> you made the hardest step, which is going there. I and, I, and so, um, but yeah, I know she. You are at the Institute of American Musical Theater. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. Um, so she's doing that. Uh, she models in New York City. Uh, she, it looks like she's living it up. She knows how to play a bunch of instruments. I wish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's give a hand. Golf claps. <laughs> oh, golf claps. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so well, kind. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, we, uh, we love having guests, but by the way, um, this is, you can be as vulgar as you like. This is, oh, it's, wow. It's, it's a very, oh, no rules, <laughs> no rules, no, no rules. rules. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, How fun! But yeah, no. So uh, this is, um, I mean, yeah, it is a real effort, effort kind of uh, kind of deal. So anyway, um, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I, I have a quick question just to start off, because um, I guess this is going to be a structured interview because people want that. Um, <laughs> how how long have you known that you've wanted to do this? <sighs> Um, you know, I've always had a passion and a love for it and I've done it ever since I can remember. Mm -hmm. But I think the moment where I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this is when I was sitting in math and I'm good at math. I like math, but I'm sitting in it and I'm thinking about like, oh my God, if I go to a normal college and get a normal degree and get a normal job. I'm going to be really upset. Like, I'm going to be really sad. I need to go over, like, after the things that I love to do. And that's when kind of senior year I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> my grades are, eh. like, <laughs> I just, I knew that I wanted to just sing and dance and act and put my, my jazz hands up. And I was like, okay, academics, I'm going to put you to the side for a bit. I just, <laughs> I, I definitely found that I valued that so much more than, like, I guess, typical knowledge. I love learning and growing artistically rather than, I guess, learning things that are quote unquote important. Like, I don't know, it's just different for everybody. But um, that's kind of when I knew, like in high school, I'm like, yeah, I got to start making this a little bit more serious than just something I like to do. It's something that I'm going to actually pursue and make it a career. Hmm. So, Yeah, well, yeah. Ma- math class has that ability. Yes, it does. <laughs> wow. I, yeah. Ben, what was the that's moment you huge, knew? That's a huge jump to make. Just yeah, it just, is. In general. I mean, Ben, you've made that jump. I mean, 
I mean, yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean, more than anybody else, you know, that was in my year did. Like, yeah. you know, Nick and Madison. I, I'm in uh, Chicago right now, and I am uh, currently enrolled in their comedy program. So Ooh, I'm, fun. Yeah, I'm trying to do comedy stuff, live TV, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was just, just like, like, you know, Nick and Madison, and then they all did theater just as much as I did, if not more, honestly. Yeah. And right. they're both majoring in, I don't know, like Nick's doing computer something. I don't know what Madison's doing, but it's just like, I don't know. That jump is a huge thing to make. And whether I, right. whether it's for the best or not, eh, who knows? Nah, but you're having fun. Right, exactly. That's, that's the important part. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Reno, same as Dylan. Oh, you went to CSU. Yeah. yeah, yeah I I went to, he graduated one year before I did. Yeah. Gotcha. If you can remember way back then, Olivia, when we were in Vegas all together, he was one of the three people who, like, all of the, uh, not the crowd that you were in was trying to, like, give, he, like, we all got a letter giving, uh, <laughs> we got a letter with your, like, hotel and the room numbers and all this shit from <laughs> a lot of your fellow thespians. And uh, so, yeah, that was, that was kind of the, uh, that was, that was a letter of like it was yeah. a letter, yeah. No, it was like to me, uh, Ben and Parker Gibbons, who's still at Wooster right now. But he, uh, but they basically were like, "You should come like party with us. We're at like this hotel, <laughs> and you know, just bring everybody." Were, and I was. <laughs> were you, Ben? Were you in some show in Not, Vegas, or did you go to ITF? Or uh, I, I only did scenes and monologues for competition. I didn't I do. See, I see. We were in a one act um, last year. I can't remember, but hmm. beyond that, I didn't do anything, unfortunately. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah, no, we. There uh, was so much going on at those festivals. I can't. I know. Yeah. No. Seriously. Yeah. From what I've heard, it's just a kind of a clusterfuck. It's. It is. Yeah. It kind of is. <laughs> and I've heard those like those dorm rooms are like prison cells. Uh, that, that was, ITF? yeah, yeah, they're okay. I mean, I mean, you're in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a prison in it's itself. Not, <laughs> yeah, not much to look at. As Daniel Tosh puts it, the Midwest is where dreams go to die. So, yeah. what the that's fuck? Right. <laughs> so Ben, <laughs> so Ben, <laughs> I got some news for you, pal. Um, I know <laughs> Chicago. Chicago's good. Yeah, Chicago's like the one place that you can avoid that shit. But yeah, you know, right. You go any lower, and and then you're done. So, <laughs> so you're in the city, city. Like you're in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I'm like right downtown. Sweet. Yeah. Are there subways there? Uh, it's it's not like its own thing. It's like connected to like the um, just the normal train, but. Mm. The train does go yeah. underground. Yeah, I've never been. It's fun though. It's a nice place. Don't come during the winter. The it gets <laughs> off. Oh God! I so underestimated. I didn't think it was going to be nearly as bad as it turned out to be. Like it <laughs> snowed last Monday. It's it was insane. 
I know it's, it's, is it still snowing in Reno? Are you kidding? No, Gosh. it's like it's springtime. It's, it's gotta still April. Be I know, like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's upset. It's a, it's I, a I br- am. It's a brisk <laughs> eighty-five today. I don't know Jesus if I can. Christ. I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know. God, yeah, as of right now, we're at sixty and overcast. Jeez. And that's about the rest of the night. See, I, I love clouds. Clouds are, I think, yeah, like warm and cloudy. That's my favorite type of weather. That's nice. That's nice yeah. yeah. But I mean, when the sun peaks out, that's when you play. Yeah, that's so true. Clouds just make me really moody. Hmm. Okay. What, what about yeah. fog? Sunshine. Mm. I, lo- I love a good foggy morning. Yeah. It's so eerie and weird. Kind of like sets me off, like puts me to a weird start in my day i can deal with it for a little bit i'll appreciate it but then it, it's gotta go away like uh, okay. that's where it's at gotcha it, yeah no because we have the marine layer here um, do they have that on the east coast too what's that it's kind of like, like just kind of a cloud that hovers it's the cloud that hovers because of the ocean or there's some temperature shit and science and mm. you know put that together yeah. and boom <laughs> marine layer um, yeah. but yeah, cause, cause that happens like every morning and it's weird. And then you get into the middle of the day and it skyrockets from like 65 to 90. And I, I feel like I drastically overdressed and I want to take it, every article of clothing off, but that's a school. You can't do that. So can't do it. I also don't. So are you in LA, LA? Like I'm in straight up. LA? I'm in orange, which is like. An hour south of LA, LA, um, mm. but I can get to. It's really great because there's public transportation. And, um, I can get to LA for six bucks. It's not. It's awesome. But downtown LA, I mean, as you experience, was kind of sketchy. It, yeah, it's honestly not like New York. I thought it would really. Be. It's not okay. like I thought it would change block by block, kind of a thing. Sure. And you could just walk the streets, but no, like everything's a lot more spread out. And if you're in a weird part of town, you're in a weird part of town and it won't change the next block. Like there hmm. are areas and in New York. It's like, yeah, kind of the same thing, but you can literally walk an Avenue the other way and you're in like some bougie place. And then the next Avenue is like, Oh, okay. It's pretty weird. Yeah. No. Cause like LA is very it's spread out. LA. Yeah. No. Cause LA I mean, couple, I think our fourth episode was with my, um, he's my best friend from back home, Blaine. Um, we were like third grade childhood buddies and, and we, he came down for his spring break and we went to a Clippers game and I don't have a car, which really sucks because I crashed it the third week I was here. Uh, um, and my parents are still, you know, hating me for that. Um, but I, I, if I had a car, this still probably would have happened. But we, we were like, okay, let's go see the Clippers game because you got to – I've never been to an NBA game, so I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So we went and we took the train. And it was great. And then we took – because Union Station, uh, like, uh, is, is that where – is that is Union Station in New York too? I know there's like a bunch of them. Uh, there's a Union Square, yeah. Okay, yeah, no. So the Union Station, is, it's got the Metro Link, which is the main long-distance trains, and then the – metro rail which is basically a kind of a subway 
kind of an underground or above ground train ish thing that goes to different places in LA. Um, So we caught that to Staples Center and then it ended, game ended, and we we didn't realize that the Metro Link, the trains that run, you know, to where I'm from, weren't in service Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't be until 6 a.m. And Mm -hmm. so we tried to get as close to like Anaheim as we could because we could take the bus and stuff like that. And it, but we ended up in the middle of Compton, and <laughs> it was uh, there was this there's this drunk dude on the train with us, and he threw his beer at us, and then like five minutes <laughs> later offered us some candy, and we think it was probably meth, and then maybe he like started swearing at us, and he like put his hand on my shoulder and kind of just shook me for a second. He's uh-huh. like, I'm going to kill both of y'all motherfuckers. And we just, we were like, what the fuck? And we just looked down. Cause, and I just, I kind of realized at this point that we were the only two white people on that bus. <laughs> and I was like, this, I mean, there's just like a weird feeling to get when everybody's kind of like looking at you and it's, it's yeah. terrifying. And then, we yeah. we got off the train and we went to this bus and he was on that bus too but he didn't remember <laughs> us and so it was just it was a weird night but yeah no LA is definitely like downtown LA as when you go up it gets better it gets kind of more you know like business yeah. and professional yeah but on the I know said too on the ground level it's just a bunch of hobos and kind of like yep. drug deals everywhere and <laughs> right. This might be emphasized yeah. a little bit, but or like exaggerated. Mm. No, I mean it happens. Like my favorite part of the city is um, West Fourth area, like the West Village, mm-hmm. because you got your Washington Square with that beautiful arch mm. and the fountain, and it's just like NYU students with their trendy little clothes, and people are <laughs> there's just like street performers. Everyone's in a good mood. People are like blowing bubbles, smoking weed. It's great. And every time I go there, I'm, like, entering into the park at any sort of, like, um, corner of the park. I always, every time, see these, like, old farts. And they're sitting down and they're playing checkers with each other. And at some point, (laughs) they get heated and they'll fight. But then they, like, end the fight by being, like, okay, yeah, yeah, bro, bro, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Okay. They do a quick little (laughs) swip swap. And then they book it out. So it's just a straight, like. They play their checkers, they fight a bit, they talk it out, they sell some drugs, and then they leave. <laughs> like, it is it is consistent, wow. like, every time. And it just makes me laugh. Like, that, they're crazy. That's you know, awesome. Stuff like that. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, I kinda, it's a crazy place. I kind of wish L.A. was a little more like that, where it's not like, you know, there would be a shootout if some dude watched checkers. Like that, oh God. that's what I imagine, oh you know, just I like know. some guy whipping out a nine millimeter and saying, you really want to make that well, move? Do you guys, do you have like a, an app? Because we have this thing called the citizen app where it shows little black dots, like on the map of all the boroughs. So you got, you know, like Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and it shows these little dots, like these little black dots. Some are bigger than others. And that means it's more of like an urgent or like a big emergency rather than like little incidents really? so you can download the app and it's like kind of like cop watching you know how people would like listen to the radio and stuff mm-hmm. it's almost like that where one time i passed by something that seemed huge just cop cars and you know fire trucks and the whole thing so then i just like whipped out the app and then i could tell like what the incident was 
Um, which is pretty cool because it keeps you updated, but sometimes it does keep it very classified, like for bigger things or if it's, I don't know, like for whatever reason, they won't post certain things. But for the most part, it keeps you in the loop with stuff that's happening, like where you're living, you know? Yeah. You guys don't have that or something like it? No. I don't think I've really ever invested time into looking for something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Weird. It's but, scary, but it's also helpful. Like, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, you whip it out and you see murder, double murder, yeah. triple murder. Right like, down your street. Fuck. <laughs> triple murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's a turkey. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, I mean, I think that'd be very helpful. I mean, I also live, okay, Orange is... Every, and every time I say orange, everybody's like, you mean Orange County? No, I, I mean orange. Orange is, it's all the rich white people. It's like, okay, my dad puts it this way. It's the difference between upper class and upper middle class. Like, that's the kind of people that live here. Okay. And so they're all just getting their, you know, $8 cup of coffee every morning and doing their thing. And going to the library and doing all the old people shit. And then they, they go to bed at 6 o'clock and that's that. Um, and they, they get really mad when fraternities throw parties. Uh, but Anaheim is different. Anaheim is like, if you're not anywhere near Disneyland, you don't want to be there after dark. It's not good. It's, graf- it's yeah. graffiti. It's shit. It's like, there's, there's a stabbing. There's been multiple break-ins to my apartment complex and vehicle thefts and shit like that. So on one hand, I'm glad I don't have a car. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I had a shitty car that would definitely have been easy to boost. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What are you studying, Dylan? Don't forget. So, <laughs> funny story. Um, I well, I'm a creative writing major, and I absolutely hate it. It's oh it's, no. Yeah, um, but I'm trying. Uh, I'm kind of weighing my options because I got accepted to the same university Ben's at um, okay. to to do acting. Um, because that's what I want to do in general. And I thought going down here because they advertised it on the tours that you could switch into the college of performing arts at some point. And I, so I went kind of every semester saying, Hey, what do I have to do? Oh, we're doing this right now. You can't really do it, you know? And, um, but I also, uh, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to apply to UNR and I, I, I know that that's, I, I don't want to be there. That's the last place I want to be. But yeah. I, there's also a, a, bunch of, a bunch of theater there in terms of the university. And there's the Shakespeare Festival. Um, and so there's just no theater where you're at right now? There, there's like community theater. But it's, I mean, since Orange County is so spread out, you have to have a car if you want to go anywhere. And you have That's to. And it's, and it's so limited to like the, you're auditioning for one spot. And I know that's what it's going to be like anyway. But as a college student who's already in debt, that's not where you really want to start, I guess, unless you were right. doing it at the school that you were at. And I'm not really. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But um, hmm. uh, I have a buddy who does, he, he just booked his third SAG movie uh, two couple oh, days sure. ago in Reno. And then another friend of mine, he also hosts a podcast and he does stand up and improv. And um, so I have kind of an idea as to what I'm going to do. And basically, it's just going to be get the degree and book it and get the fuck out. Right. But <laughs> so would that all change like 
this upcoming season, like this fall? Yeah, no, that's that's the decision point because Chapman is kind of screwy and it, it increases tuition, but it doesn't tell students. So they increase it every year and it's great. Um, yeah, so I went from having to pay $9,000 for my freshman year, which is great because the school as a whole costs 66000 or whatever. So 9000 I thought that was a bargain. And I, I'm pretty sure most people would see that that way. But this year, I right. took out a $21,000 loan, and that oh still God. wasn't enough. And I'm sitting here like, oh I cannot do this. So I got right. to leave Chapman because I can't afford it at all. I mean, I, I yeah. couldn't afford it in the first place, but here we are. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, what did, I, what did I spend my money on today? <laughs> Hey, but similar situation, kind of. Oh, my gosh. And this links to Thespian Festival. Who knew? Um, But it wasn't state. I went to internationals my senior year. And then I got, like, top soloist or something. And they were supposed to award, like, a best soloist scholarship towards whatever art school or college you're going to. It was anywhere between $1,500 to $3,000. Like, I mean, it helps. Like, it's not a ton. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, well, that's... Did, did you hear my inner monologue thing? Uh, I don't think so. That's good. Okay, because I was, I was really kind of grasping at straws there. Uh, oh, yeah? Hello? Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's, absolute, it's a little janky, but we're getting there. And I we're mean, getting there. I just saw I'm this, great. like, green check mark. It's like, you're done. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. He's like, asshole, no. Okay. <laughs> Telling a story, and I don't even remember what I was saying. Uh, you, uh, you had the, the um, $3,000, $1,500 to $3,000 scholarship. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, they basically were like, you got this, hooray, cool, cool. Here's the paperwork, sign it, send it back. We'll send it to whatever university you're going to. Awesome. And then I moved to New York, and then everything's good. And then we told them about the scholarship, and tuition was chilling, and made my payment plans about how I was going to go about this. And then, right now I'm on my last semester. I am almost done. And um, we're talking about, you know, like how much I owe. And then it got brought up by the director of my school. He's like, didn't you say you got like a scholarship at some summer festival? I was like, yeah. Like, didn't you guys receive it? They're like, no, like they never sent it to us. I said, huh? And they were like, yeah, like, what was that? So then we contacted International Thespian Festival and we're like, um, so remember that one time you said that I got this thing and that you'd send it over to um, IMT? Like, did that happen? And they said, yeah, there was some sort of like miscommunication where either you didn't send in the documentation or you did and we didn't send it to him or Drost, which is the director of my school, didn't double check or didn't follow up with us. But basically, bottom line is we have no proof or documentation that you ever got it. So can't give you the money. <laughs> I'm like, what? wow, so I owe just a little bit more than what I thought. But you know what? Like things work out. I'm getting more jobs and it's just like annoying because it's stuff like that you know where scholarships sometimes you get really pumped but they're not guaranteed and it's just a lot of like nitpicky details and if you just don't do it perfectly then you don't get the money and they do it on purpose so that you drop the ball and then you end up paying more 
And it's just like, dang, for how much we go through to just get your name on a stupid piece of paper, it's ridiculous. And that's why I chose the school I'm at now. It's because it's not degree seeking. It's just literally straight training, like eight hours a day. And you get a certificate Hmm. of training because I believe in the training to show my skills and ability and talent rather than like a paper from people who aren't professionals teaching me. Like I would be taught by people who also got a degree instead of people who are currently on Broadway. And like even today, my um, dance teacher couldn't come in because literally last night he got called in for Phantom of the Opera and he used to be in that show like five, 10 plus years. Um, but he just took a break to work full time at IMT. But yesterday they called, they called him up and they're like, nope, we need you in the show tomorrow. And then who was the substitute? Gavin Lee, who was Squidward in SpongeBob the Musical on Broadway. So I literally was just in his class like an hour ago. So it's just like things like that, where you're working with people who are literally in the industry rather than people who are like, oh, yeah, I went to um, the Hart School of Music and didn't learn anything. But here I am teaching you guys because my career failed. You know what I'm saying? At least for Yeah. Now that makes I think I wish they could like. I wish they could offer more of that. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Well, I cool. think this this school is going to be very pivotal for the way um, art schools are, the, how they function. Because this school has only been existence like for about three years now. I'm not the inaugural class, but I'm hmm. the class right after it. So we definitely are guinea pigs in the sense of like organization and um, structure and stuff like that. So sometimes it can be frustrating, but overall, it's like mind-blowing the people that they bring in here and the things that I'm learning I think and if that's how it is when they're just starting just imagine like five ten plus years plus um this upcoming season like this next school year we're gonna have our own facility Institute for American Musical Theater right now we're partnering with the Harlem School of the Arts so we're renting out studios with them but when we have our own logo logo in our own building it's just gonna completely set the tone and it's going to be on broadway avenue and it's just it's cool it's really cool to be a part of so i've been happy with it no joke yeah i i remember when we were uh you remember that prom after party oh Uh the the uh, the sex in the hot tub one yeah no uh Uh, again what Oh Ben! Oh, what oh, oh boy! I, <laughs> I I thought I thought I told you about this, buddy. No, we. Uh, I was like the last person in a hot tub, and I didn't realize the people in it were having sex. Oh. So as soon as I realized oh, it, I kind of like you. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you to yeah. I totally forgot. So you were in it. Cindy and I were in it. Uh, I think Bella Lentz and maybe Bella Rubio was definitely there. Yeah. Oh. Um, and <laughs> then whoever that, whoever that chick was and the foreign dude and, uh, the foreign. yeah. And then the, the exchange student. Oh, yeah. Got you. Oh, I, I have like yeah. blurry faces in my head. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That. Yeah. I no. But like that. Prom. I was like so pumped about prom, and then tried to make it this big deal with the party, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. No, I remember because 
Caleb and I showed up and we were, you know, making fake wristbands to get in and shit. And it was like, we literally, they got like neon green paper and they're like, draw this logo. And so we, for like th- two hours while everybody was getting ready, we were just fucking coloring. So that was actually kind of fun. But yeah, no, it was, it was like, I was in, I was like checking my phone or something uh, across the edge of the hot tub and I would like had it out. Um, and I look over and I just, I just heard fucking splashing and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I look over, I'm like, nope, bolted out. It's like 20 degrees outside, grab all my shit, run inside. And then like everybody's at the fucking window watching. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm the last one. (laughs) Terrific. And then they came back in and went for round two in the bedroom or whatever, the house. And yeah, no, it was, it was a wild time. But, um, Anyway, <laughs> relating back from that anecdote, um, no, I, I remember when we were talking and you had uh, you had to decide like the next day whether to go there, um, UNR, and I can. Oh, it was I think... Vegas between that and Vegas, yeah. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I remember we were yeah because we were talking about that, and um, I I think that you are much happier now than you would have been oh, if you had chosen God. a different route. Yes. I cannot even imagine if I just settled for Vegas. Like, I mean, it would have been a great school, but it would have been very like classical training and by the book. And it was very much like choral operatic vocal training and um, classical music instead of weird, funky musical theater. And I actually have recently just branched out of musical theater for now. I'm just focusing on recording industry but had I not done that like Mm. I wouldn't have got the opportunity and connections that I have like through school and through this city alone like there's just opportunities left and right so I can't oh and I would be such a different person like this place has grown me in every single way possible and I'm so thankful for that so yeah I was thinking about that the other day too it's funny that you mentioned that but yeah it's a wild thing yeah well, what something that Ben and I do on this um, podcast is we dedicate each episode to random people, you know, people who inspire us. And uh, do you want to dedicate this episode to anybody that, you know, has inspired you in your journeys? I have a very specific person in mind I'm thinking about. Now. Well, I mean, I could be very cliche and um, dedicate to my family and my mom and my dad, but actually the first person which... I hope they don't hear this, but the first person that popped in my mind is this lady named Cammie Thompson. Um, she played the godmother in my last, or one of my last shows in Nevada when I was Cinderella. And the reason why mm-hmm. I love her so much is because she just had this like infectious energy and this drive. And she was just so weird and cool and artistic. And she sang jazz and, she was just like one of those weird actresses where you're like, huh, like you're crazy, but I can't stop talking to you kind of thing. I think <laughs> I like a lot of what I do, of course, is for my own benefit and myself. But I definitely think about people who have helped. And Cammie Thompson, for sure, has taught me a lot about what it means to express yourself and be vulnerable and make a fool of yourself and be totally OK with that. So I think if she was listening to this right now, she'd be really proud about you know, the progress and I still have a photo of her on my wall. And, um, yeah, I, I think I dedicated to Cammie Thompson. She, she's a gem. 
that is that is a lot more sentimental than I was expecting. I, <laughs> well, I was about to dedicate. Me. I was about to dedicate mine to like Jim Halpert or some <laughs> shit. But you know, but wow, all right, that that kind of I mean, like. I mean, I'll wipe away my tears. Hold <laughs> on, one second. <laughs> <laughs> Blow you uh, well, and we back. <laughs> yeah, no, Ben. Ben, do you want to not make an ass out of yourself and dedicate it to like your mom or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, definitely Jim Halpert. Jim Halpert. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I changed yeah, mine. Because... <laughs> no, no, that that was that was just touching. That was that was too cool. No, screw yeah. it. I'm gonna. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll tone it down. Just, whoa, why did this pop in my head? Why did I just think of Hillary Clinton? I don't even think. Like, I'll just, I'll throw it out to her. Why not? I feel like she needs some attention right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell no. That's, well, no, I, I mean, Hillary Clinton, hell yeah. But I mean, Cammy Thompson, if you're listening to this right now, we'll try and market this out to wherever yeah. you live. But She you lives know. in Reno right now. Reno and San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have we're gonna be live podcasting in Reno, Nevada, in four weeks, something like yeah. that. So, yeah. Um, ben, who, who do you want to dedicate? Uh, this I'll, I'll. I kind of like the Hillary Clinton thing. Yeah. I, I'll go for Jeb Bush. Um, oh. Okay. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. That guy. What a guy. <laughs> Dude. Have you like seen his speeches? They're the funniest they shit. This is like he's so <laughs> clueless. Uh, <laughs> really is clueless. No, that's oh man, uh, yeah. What a guy. Well, uh, if if I hadn't changed mine from Jim Halford, I'd say like Monica Lewinsky. Uh, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, now we're getting into Clintons. Yeah. No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, yeah, no, that okay. So we've had the sentimental part. We've had had some laughs and stuff. Yeah. So we're 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 getting good. We're like the balance, the force. <laughs> Hell yeah, right. terrific. Right. Yeah, uh, we got it's just ben, dynamics, you, bro. That's what it's about. Oh, dynamics. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right. that happens with music and stuff. I'd assume. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh huh. Oh yeah. Right on. Okay. Uh, Ben, do you have a question? Because I have, I have a bunch, but I don't know if you have any that you're like dying to know. Um, I mean, in terms of living in like a big city like New York, is that the first place that you've lived besides Reno? Yeah, well, I was born and raised in Sacramento, California okay. for 11 years. I moved when I was like three or four, though, so I was like really young. I still remember a little bit, but um, then when I moved to Nevada, I would go to California like every month. So I practically lived like both in California and Nevada. Like I know California very well and vice versa with Nevada. But um, yeah, that was I lived in my Nevada home for let's see if I was four, then 14 years wow that was where i was and then i'm like okay love this lake town but bye i'm gonna go somewhere else (laughs) here you peace out and i came here (laughs) yeah it definitely it definitely was like um the biggest move that i've ever had yeah gotcha and it's like like 
what's the experience for you like living in a big city now? Because they're very, they're very different things, you know? Yeah. Yes. I really do believe that in that transitional period of moving, like, man, those first few months are make it or break it. Like, who do you have? Where do you go? Are you going to take this opportunity, like, by the reins and just go with it, learn transportation? It is a giant lifestyle switch. So for me, I was like, oh, okay. I Oh, my God. I broke out. My skin was awful because I was stressed out. And just the atmosphere was really gross because, I mean, it's a dirty city. So I just, I was kind of going through it for a second being like, oh my gosh. But at the same time, it was so exciting and distracting that I never was homesick. I never was like sad or anxious. It was just like, oh, it just hit me like a wall of emotions, like everything that I could experience. Um, And it was a lot of fun. And you just had to figure out like, okay, where am I going and what am I doing? And, and it's just a different way of living, like especially grocery shopping is different because you walk into a Trader Joe's and it's all like you walk in and it's literally a, an escalator going down to the first floor and then another escalator and then another. So it's three stories, but underground. And then you don't have service. And then you carry all these like giant bags like probably three full bags of groceries back up the escalators you have to walk a few streets back to the train go underground to go to the train get the train home walk up from the subway stairs walk to your apartment walk up your walk-up apartment and then you're home it's just like you don't have a car to put your shit in the back of the trunk and just pull up and you're good i will never complain about that when i go back home i'm like mom you need me to unload absolutely like i see all those memes about like throwing on any shoe that you can to go help i'm like i i could do a barefoot like it doesn't even matter because what i have to go through here it's just like hell and also when you walk in trader joe's the the checkout line starts at the entrance of the grocery store so like you have to like pick the items that you need first and then while you're in line go dip out and pick the rest of them so you don't lose your spot and then people get mad and they push your cart forward and it's just like absolute chaos there's just things like that where it's just like a whole different world and then you need to know where you are and be street smart and there's actually i've had like bad incidents too with people and you just have to like always be on your feet and alert and um then i've also had the best where it's totally adventurous and you're up on rooftops and um you have such great artistic conversations with people who are just incredible like everyone who lives here has such a great perspective on the world and they're so full of joy and and they are hard as nails and they've got grit and it's just to be surrounded in a network and community like this is like there's just nothing like it so it was definitely a switch from my hometown but um just life itself here is very elevated, like in, in every capacity, I think. <laughs> yeah. That, that, <laughs> I mean, we have a Trader Joe's and <clears throat> it's one story. It's, it's one. I mean, whew, we're really, we're really poor here, yeah. but um, you go in and my roommate, he's, he only shops Trader Joe's. It's the funniest shit. Right. Uh, like, and he, if he has to, like, this is, you know, Judgment Day apocalypse shit. Just He'll go. go to Target. It's, it's, and I'm like, it's right across the street. Yeah. I don't understand. It's cheaper. It's, wow, what, why? 
And but he, the only thing he goes for, like you know, consistently, he calls he calls everything my. Oh. That's how I know that I'm living with a guy who has never had to worry about money in his life. It's the funniest shit. Oh, my God. He goes in there, he's like, I just need to get my Tahitian vanilla coffee creamer. I'm like, the fuck? What? So I'm just, like, sitting here, and he – and I oh, – the first time we went shopping together, is it was, it was – I have, you know – um, a tendency <laughs> to uh, oh, take I discounts know. on things that don't necessarily have discounts. Um, and that's all I'll say. But oh, sorry, sorry, not not the S word. Yeah, yeah, sticky fingers. Hey that's Ben, it. no, we don't say that word on this podcast. Or like a sensor, then you just screw the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's free. I mean, it's, it's, it's they're just saying, you know, oh, yeah. we don't care. Have it. Oh, but, come on. Uh, no, never. Oh, my goodness. I knew no. It. I, I do not have a chest with 21 bottles in it currently. Not me. No, but it's, no. yeah, I, I, I'm sure she's told you a couple of stories, but she actually got in on it too recently. So I was pretty proud. Oh yeah, no. She's like, she's like, Dylan, you'd be so proud of me. I said, what, what happened? She said, I went to Walmart. And oh I had to get all these new clothes. And I paid for three hundred of it, no. but I probably Look stole about two hundred. So I was like, <laughs> what? No way. So, yeah, I, I did not. I did oh not have any. She's oh always been like, I don't approve of it. But so I didn't have any part in it. But you know, that was just her. Anyway, no, but he, my roommate, uh, he's like, he, he, what he told me he, is he works at Stanford over summer as a kind of a baseball coach kind of there, these youth programs. And so he says he makes enough money so that he doesn't have to worry about splurging at any point in the school year, which is wild because I worked like a, you know, $9 an hour job and I was good with that. But he, he goes into Trader Joe's and everything's organic and expensive and, you know, whatever. And he goes in and he just like starts picking things. And I'm and he just puts them in the cart, you know, two loaves of bread, two whatever, you know, two. Of, I need my I need my frozen tacos, you know, shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't you just make tacos? Anyway, so he, put, he puts it all in there and he comes out and I was like, holy shit, how much does that cost? He's like, I don't know. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, no, I just, I just started putting things in the basket. I didn't even look at the price. I just, I just know what I need. And I was like, I, I just, I, I kind of just stood there and I was like, how, how, what? And then we got back to the apartment. He's like, oh yeah, I need to learn how to cook. And I was like, oh, um, what do you need to learn how to cook? Because I, oh, I know, bless you his know heart. basic shit. <laughs> and he's like, so how do you fry an egg? I was like, um. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, Cameron. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, so oh, we've gotten to we've gotten to one egg. I've been trying to teach him how to fry two eggs in the same pan <laughs> for like how. Yeah, I know. It's it's been seven months. I don't think we can get there. But I did. I was like, you know, there is a median here and there is, that is scrambling eggs. And he's like, well, that looks pretty easy. But, you know, I, I just can't do it. I need to have my I need to have my uh, organic non GMO waffles. And I need Man. one egg. I don't need two. That's so, Wait, are and you I don't need them scrambled either. Now? And so it's it's a it's quite a quite a, di- a dynamic dynamic. Like, That's what we're he? talking. <laughs> where are you 
come on. Yeah, he's not in the room, so he can't hear me. <laughs> no, he's a uh, he's he's somewhere else right now. Uh, I don't. I'm not exactly sure where, but he always leaves his door closed and it's open and it was open when I came in. I was like, what the hell? What, where does he go? So I don't know where he is, but that's okay. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, unless all I know is that unless he's hiding in his closet right now, yeah. he can't really hear me. And I don't think that's the case. <laughs> he, he, I have no idea. <laughs> he, I don't think he's one of our six loyal listeners, but... I could be wrong. Who knows? I mean, I haven't said anything mean, so, and I won't. There's, exactly, and I've, I've, I mean, Ben, you were there. There was only one person I've ever called out, and that's because he was, he's an <laughs> asshole, and he was being an asshole to my sister, and I will, I will continue to call him out for as long as he's an asshole. So, you know, they're just those kinds of people, but Cameron's a great roommate. He's, so he's definitely funny. an interesting guy. He's offered me very exactly interesting like perspectives too. on life. He's very and organic, for that, I'm grateful. GMO, like gluten free, does the whole thing. Um, yeah. So one time we were playing odds, and I'm like, what are the odds you go to Arby's with me and get a French dip in Swiss? Because that shit is so good. And <laughs> we lost. So bet we went to Arby's. But um, we went to the Arby's in Times Square, and it was the worst service, like, ever, because um, they didn't have roast beef. So we had to wait two hours and 15 minutes total. We sat down, and we waited for that sandwich. She's like, couldn't we have just, like, got chicken or ham? I'm like, no. No, dude. The roast beef, French dip and Swiss. But she's very, like particular and she likes things a certain way she did not like waiting that long she goes up and she says how are we going to get compensated for the time that we've waited for the sandwich and he's like okay bet so they gave us two free milkshakes they gave us two sandwiches two french fries and each two free meal cards so i still have my free meal card and am i debating going tonight before the show to go grab a french dip and swiss yes should i do it Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, wait, these might sound good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because I went over to my pantry as we were talking to Kyle <laughs> Ew, to see no. what's in there. Like and the only bougie static. thing I have is the toy <laughs> because that is God's water. Yeah. Um, it just tastes like white noise. <laughs> TV static? What the hell? Not even. <laughs> wow, that that's actually. I mean, if I didn't like it, that's a very good definition. But I love it. So it it tricks my brain into thinking I'm doing something okay. So I go in, and the first the first thing I see on his shelf because we have Are four you shelves. Are kidding me? And on the top shelf, I see wild raw exotic <laughs> India honey, all natural. So, Ooh. I will literally send you a picture. This is the funniest shit. And we have like the Christmas cookie tins and Trader Joe's mini peanut butter sandwiches and speedy pasta, whatever the fuck that is. Pasta was already fast. Go on. It is 530. (laughs) It is 230 here. So I'm and (laughs) so I'm looking at all this shit and like it's just so bougie and up in my <laughs> shelf I have Kraft mac and cheese. Uh, Ch- Campbell's chicken noodle soup. That is a tuna, a bunch of beans and protein powder and that's it. Oh so my God. I'm 
I'm living large. Woohoo! Yeah, no. Yeah. And I get paid tomorrow, and as soon as I get back on Monday, I'm buying broccoli. <laughs> I am so excited. Woohoo! Yeah, no, we. Ben, what do you? I, I mean, I've seen. No, you want to literally I've the only read, thing that I have. Is there any more recently? Is, Has there been any changes? Um, tricolor rotini pasta and Alfredo sauce. That's it. That's it. That's all I've got. Oh my gosh! That's, I have like I'm ten. I'm talk about mine because I put pride into what I buy and how much I budget out for. Wow! <laughs> like I have a lot but that's just because i really like to eat and sometimes i'll like put aside buying clothes or like necessities just because i'm like no yo i'm gonna go to the grocery store i'm gonna pay that out (laughs) (laughs) we uh we plan it out here so that like have you ever have you guys ever tried amazon prime now that is amazing. It's like the it's literally like Uber, but the Uber drivers are grocery shoppers. I that's that's so cool. So I'm just sitting here and I'm fucking around and I don't have food in my pantry. And it was the first time I'd ever got paid from 24 hour fitness. And I was like, you know, it's time. I got to figure out how to get places. So I was debating on taking an Uber and whatever. But if you order over thirty five dollars worth of food, which I was gonna do anyway, it's free delivery. And since I have the student prime for six months and then I'll make a fake email and get my next free six months, you know, for my trial. I was like, you know, I'll experience this shit. So loaded my card up and shit and they like delivered it. And it was great. And I got all this stuff and my pantry was full. The next day, Uh, half of it was there. And I was like, what did I do with half of my stuff? And I was like, Oh yeah, I look fat right now. That might be why. Um, but yeah, so we just kind of like go around whenever Cameron has to go to the store because he has a car and it's a very cool car. I go with him, but uh, he only goes once a week and he goes for like five minutes. Yeah, it is and weird. Then we have to I'm leave. I'm gonna have to so try that Prime stuff. It's a grocery shopping is weird, but I yeah. love it. It's super. It's super easy. It's off the table. And they do. It's Whole Foods. Um, I, I don't know if you. <laughs> well, you know, okay. Life hack for those of you who live in Reno, and I swear, if any of you live uh, work at Whole Foods, yeah. I, I will unfriend you. Um, you go in there, and you know I've... the buffets that they have, like the salad bar, or whatever. They don't look if you pay for that. Really? If you just start eating it, if you just start eating. They're not going to question it. So Whole yeah. Foods. So wow. actually, when Sydney and I went, yeah, I we went on a date over <laughs> summer last year to the lake. No, to the lake, asshole. <laughs> it's cool. I've been on a Whole Foods date. It's cool. Okay, Ben, stop judging me. Jeez. Anyways, we uh, so we went to Whole Foods, and she's like, and so I got my thing, and I started walking out, and she's like, wait, we have to pay, and I was like. No, and she like she felt bad, so she went and paid. We and did. I met her at her car with a bottle of wine that I had gotten while she was paying. Right, so right. There are benefits to oh my with my God. with my five finger discount. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so yeah, it's I mean, it's so easy once you figure out who's the oh my and God. you realize that's one person, and Whole Foods is a zoo. You're in the clear. 
So it's just a story. To my mom and my dad who might be listening, I did not actually do this. Yes, I did. I did not do this. Right, right. That's how. I heard it from a friend who who heard it from his brother or something. (laughs) Yeah, we yeah we we don't. We don't condone illegal activities. We also are big fans of our people in the Midwest who are listening to this. So, Ben, that's you. Um, So, if there's anybody else we've offended today, we're sorry. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I I have one big question. This is is my, like, my cataclysmic. I don't know if that's the right word, but it sounds Ah. right. like it. Ah. Uh, Who's your idol? Um, Biggest mm. idol. Well, you know, that changes a lot. Right now, I have an idol who I am, like, obsessed with. And actually, I have, like, three good ones. But I think overall, for the longest that I have been into music and musical theater, I think it would be Sarah Bareilles. Okay. Because she is so freaking authentic. And her lyrics are, like, just very hmm. realistic. Like, she, she writes as though she talks. And her voice is great. And... Here, like she's just so badass because she releases these albums and then when she's sick of being her own recording artist she's like fuck it I'm just gonna write for a Broadway show so I'm gonna write a Broadway show I'm gonna write the music for it and then I'm gonna star in it and it's just like what? That's kind of like the female version of Lin-Manuel Miranda and just the fact right? Just the fact that she like yeah, I, I was just about to bring him who up. Have had such an influence in yeah. both industries. It's pretty cool. Um, so not only can she sing, but she can act and she can write and she can tell stories mm-hmm. and she can perform. It's just, yeah, I think overall that's my biggest idol. But if you ask me about little people who inspire me right now, whoever's listening, notes because you need to look up these videos. LP is so cool. She's yeah. got this song called Lost on You, and it's always on replay. Um, Tosh Sultana, if you just watch her perform live, oh my gosh, she is sweating at the end of it because just straight passion. Love her. Um, and then Yeba, Y-E-B-B-A. She's going to release an album soon. But if you look up My Mind, um, same thing. She is telling a story. I just used to really like people who like sounded good and that's it. Like good singer. Yay. But nah, forget that. It's all about like being able to access that point in you. That's vulnerable and be okay to share that and make yourself look crazy or, um, let other people see you upset or whatever it is. It's just like, that's just not giving a fuck. And it's awesome. Um, so I think Sarah's always done that and she's always been authentic. So yeah, I think if I had to pick one, I'd definitely say her. Hey, hey, well, hey thank you so much. Uh, we're going to do a golf clap because Pops you said your first York, fuck right? and that's pretty great. <laughs> I remember, well, my... <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I mean, hey, we're we're all about uncensorship or whatever, or uh-huh. you know. Um, my I remember my mom. She like had this until playlist was- <laughs> when I was five and continued until I was now. Um, and <laughs> um, she, uh, uh, I'm not gonna write you a love song. Is her love song? Yeah, that's the song. She always makes me sing that to Briarly, and so. 
I I suck, but it's okay. But yeah, no, she's she's super cool. I mean, I know Ben's title is Steve Buscemi, who's basically the same thing. I mean, whew. oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's the definition of uh, a sock who got an acting career. And that guy's awesome. <laughs> oh. Physically speaking, physically. Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? <laughs> okay, Ben, defend him. He's great. Oh, what? Oh, okay, God. I've seen no. the Big Lebowski ever. Yes. Um, okay, anything else? If you say grown ups, uh, I swear ooh. to God. Um, <laughs> I, I know I've seen him in other stuff. Uh, oh, he's in that. <laughs> He's no, he's in that new show, the uh, Miracle Miracle Workers. This is so good. This is I haven't seen right. it. No, no, I haven't seen it. But, but he's in it, and it looks good. Okay, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> I what else you would be a fantastic in? prosecutor. Holy shit! <laughs> this is just. I'm trying to My witness, I'm pretty sure he wasn't there. Else. I like, I Don't know he's know. been in good he stuff. Looks good. I just can't think okay. of it. Okay, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. I got a, a, he on, a like, cover your for Nintendo? my Switch. No. And his is that face is on him and Danny the... DeVito. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. If I ever had to have a four foot eleven person ravage my oh, body, Fargo. I wanted to Fargo. Steve Buscemi was in. Oh my goodness! Dude, he's yes. great in Fargo. No. Yeah. Th- oh. <laughs> and- That's a good movie. Those are both later. cult classics, dude. I'll keep. I'll keep thinking of others. I'll let you know when I when I remember one. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, um, any uh, oh, I uh, I have two quick questions, and then uh, Ben, Ben, if you have any other questions, uh, the floor is yours. Okay. Biggest success, biggest failure. Hmm. Um. Give me a second. Give me a second. Biggest failure was probably, oh my God. Um, auditioning. Well, yeah, I auditioned for um, All State <coughs> Choir my junior year or something. And I have always been very scared of my high soprano voice. I just like belting and high soprano kind of scares me. But I was like, you know what? No, let's challenge myself this year. Let's do Soprano 1. That was an awful decision because the like audition song was Great God Almighty, Great God Almighty. Like, it was so high. I'm not even kidding. It was like near screaming. But I'm like, no, I can do this. I can do this. But it's so terrifying because it's 12 of you in like this semicircle and then it's just a panel of judges staring at you and it's acapella and you're there with a sheet of paper in front of your face and they just play the starting note and there you go. So I'm not, I'm not kidding. I cracked every single note. 
I was sweating. I was shaking. I almost peed my pants. And basically the audition thing is like you go, you know, you sing your solo and then you can have this redemption period with like clapping rhythms and then sight singing notes and then your theory and scales. Like if you nail all of that, there's a chance you could still get in. So after I just completely bombed my solo, I was like, Olivia, this is make it or break it. You just made a fool of yourself. (laughs) It was really bad. So you got to nail everything else to at least like get your foot in the door for Allstate this year. And somehow I pulled it. I pulled it through. So I guess it was a success. But that moment was definitely not because I will never forget how embarrassed I was. And it was in front of like 12 people that I thought were such great singers. And I just wanted to be like them. So for them to hear that. And I know they remember it to this day. That, that one hurt. That one dug at me a little bit. Um, but I think as far as mm-hmm. successes, I um, I don't know. There's little moments where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like that was really successful or I had a really good time with that or I'm making moves, so to speak. Um, but I think one that really stands out to me is being able to perform at James, James Barber's concert. Um, he was the Phantom in Phantom of the Opera on Broadway for um, – a lot uh, many years um and he came to our school just to like evaluate and watch our performance so he individually asked me and my friend sam to join him for his cabaret to um sing a duet for his winter concert and just the network of people there they were all like broadway stars so for me to be able to sing in the same concert james barber himself was like really cool and from there i had a lot of opportunities and I actually am making my 54 below debut next week, which will be super exciting. So all of these little cab cabaret type things where you do a solo in front of an intimate crowd is I think pretty, it's a good stepping stone because it's not like, you know, um, they're getting exposed to you in like a mass production because it's so intimate and they get to see you up close and personal in your work. Like, I think from there is where you book more jobs and you make more connections and meet more people. Um, so I think those little successes of, like, stepping, you know, into um, different areas of uh, growth are sweet. And um, there's been a few different things like that where, like, street performing. Like, I've, you know, got cards of really important people who have given me gigs around the city and... Um, so yeah, like little successes, but there hasn't been this like, I made it because I, I don't actually think that there will be like, I'm, I don't think there's like this utopia of like, yes, I'm successful and my name is in lights. And I'm, I, I think that's all just like bullshit. It's kind of like, are you still happy doing the things you're doing? Great. Keep doing that then, you know? So that's probably that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here like I got out of bed this morning. I'm, like, I'm on fire. Hey, it was hard though for me this morning too, dude. I don't know what it was. I wanted to sleep. You know, today is the first day I've ever been late to a class, and I—I I mean, I've skipped classes. Don't get me wrong, but I've never been late, and it was weird. It was but, weird. Yeah, no, because everybody like looks at you, and you're like, I'm 15 minutes late, but don't fucking. Yeah. That is a bad feeling. I hate being late. What are you going to do? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I hate being late, too. It sucks, but my philosophy at least is you al- win. Yeah, my philosophy has always been, if you're going to be late, don't go. But I had to go today, so. 
I skipped yeah. on Tuesday. So, <laughs> um, Ben, do you have any other last questions? Um, I don't think so. Well, we are going to, uh, Olivia, if you are cool with this, and if you're going to be home at all during summer, we would love to have you on with Sydney. We, we were going to do it like in person, oh, all four of us kind so of. So, yeah, no. So, and that way we can go over an hour. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but thank you so much for taking uh, time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. Uh, we've, I mean, this has just been so insightful for, I, I hope. Ben, I, it's been insightful for me. Definitely. Ben, I know. I know. Yeah. So we've definitely never had this much of a serious interview, but it was also really fun. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm but, glad. Um, I'm glad. Very thankful for that. Um, and this will, this is probably like the bridge into the more actual interview shit and not what we're just talking about Game of Thrones and Star Wars. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. So, um, so this has been episode eight. Thank you so much again. And um, I mean, this is me going away and until Sunday. Yeah. Do uh, you guys have like a saying to close your podcast? Not like, really. Dylan out or like something. <laughs> I don't know, like a little button. Maybe I, I say, I, I, yeah, I think we should, I, I think it should be in a different language. I think we need <laughs> to get international about this shit. Ooh, so okay. all right. <laughs> I think in like, like hasta la vista or some shit. Uh, hasta you know. la vista, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, hasta la vista, bros. <laughs> <laughs> See?